It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. Two more Sitkins tested positive for the coronavirus on Tuesday. One is a female between the ages of 10 and 19. She was not experiencing symptoms when she received testing on December 1st. She was infected through close contact with someone known to have COVID-19, according to city data. The second patient is a male in his 20s. Contact tracing is still in progress, and the city dashboard does not yet specify how he was infected or whether he was experiencing symptoms when he was tested on November 30th. Sitka has reported 213 coronavirus cases since the start of the pandemic. As of Tuesday at 5 p.m., 31 of those cases were still considered active. Sitka remains at the red or high risk level. Officials recommend wearing masks in public spaces, maintaining social distance if possible, and avoiding indoor gatherings. High winds caused at least two power outages in Sitka Tuesday. The City Electric Department reported a power outage from Sandy Beach to the end of Halibut Point Road shortly after noon. Power was restored shortly after 1 p.m. An Electric Department staffer said high winds caused several trees to fall Tuesday, pulling down power lines with them, including a tree along HPR near the Alaska Marine Lines dock. A wind gust of 65 miles per hour was recorded by an automated weather station in the area. Shortly before 1.30, the city issued a press release about a power outage on Japonski Island due to a fallen tree on Old Airport Road. The electric department fixed the line and power was restored to the island just after 2 p.m. The National Weather Service had issued a high wind warning for Sitka until 3 p.m. Tuesday that has now been extended until noon Wednesday. 24 hours into a major autumn gale, Sitka is putting up some impressive numbers for wind and rainfall. A slew of new instruments, however, is helping shed some light on whether the storm is producing only the usual downed limbs and trees blowing trash cans and power outages, or has the potential for more serious damage. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. By the look of things, rain that's falling on one side of town is getting blown all the way to the other side before it hits the ground or drops into one of the 10 new rain gauges installed by the Sitka Sound Science Center. Between the Science Center's instruments, which are part of a landslide warning project under development by the RAND Corporation, and instruments operated by the U.S. Geological Survey, the National Weather Service, and the state, there are 16 weather stations collecting data around Sitka and a stream gauge on the Indian River. But what does all this information communicate? We're making good progress. Like data is already available and now all we got to do is just get it in one place. Cora Siebert is the geoscience coordinator at the Sitka Sound Science Center. When a storm like this one blows through, Siebert is almost certainly at her computer, well, as long as the power is on, along with the geoscience team at RAND studying the data. And although this is all still very experimental, the news is not bad. The rainfall intensities for this storm are forecasted to be much lower than the rainfall intensities that have caused big landslide events in the past. Let's hope that proves to be the case. The rainfall intensities Siebert sees are recorded on a website called Meso West. It's got the 24-hour totals for rain, along with rainfall over the last one hour, three hours, and six hours, at a variety of locations. So far, the rain gauge out by the ferry terminal is winning with just over five inches of rain reported in the last 24 hours. The golf course is a very close second and other areas around town show totals in the three to four inches range. The winds are strong in this storm as well. A gust of 65 miles per hour was recorded at the Alaska Marine Lines barge dock. 
a gust of 64 miles per hour hit the airport, and a 63-mile-per-hour gust slammed into Sitka's harbor. This is some pretty rough weather, but the data shows that it's actually a bit more intense at sea level than higher up. The Science Center's instrument located mid-slope on Harbor Mountain recorded just over 2.5 inches of rain in the last 24 hours, half as much as the golf course. This is a bit counterintuitive. We tend to think about the weather being worse at higher elevations. Siebert says that she'll double-check the temperature to make sure that freezing conditions aren't throwing off the rain measurement. It looks like it's not freezing. It's actually looking pretty warm, like Harbor Mountain is looking like it's 44 degrees up there. While the relatively smaller amount of rainfall on the mountains of Sitka may not be predictive of landslides, the warmer temperatures could be a problem. There's over a meter of snow on the ridges above town. When it melts, it enters the water table just like rain. The U.S. Geological Survey has an instrument at the top of Harbor Mountain that, among other things, measures pore pressure. As much as she has her eye on rain and wind, Siebert has her eye on this measurement, which is akin to soil moisture, but relevant to landslides. Pore pressure goes up when water gets into soils and like fills in all of the space between each grain. And then there's so much water in there that it's pushing the grains apart. Um, right? The pressure is so high, it's pushing the grains apart. And then if the pore pressure gets high enough, then the slope fails. You know, There's nothing to hold it up anymore. It just like slops down into this mess. And so these big spikes in pore pressure are what we would be more concerned about. At this stage, mid-storm, the data collection is in full swing. However, no one's drawing any conclusions about anything. That's still to come in this multi-year project. All of this data is data that we're working towards, like, incorporating into a dashboard. Um, And this dashboard would be just, like, one website that you go to that shows you, like, how much risk there might be. Um, you know, so it could look like, you know, how they do, uh, like fire warnings down South and it's like Smokey the bear and it's like green, yellow, or red or whatever. It could be something like that. And while Sitka is likely below that threshold for the time being, there are all the other joys of autumn in Southeast, the falling limbs, the flooding bilges, and the tumbling trash cans. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Many small businesses in Alaska rely on summer tourism to get through the winter. But after a season of canceled cruise ships and low visitation, retailers in Sitka are turning to holiday sales from local customers to help them make it through. KCAW's Erin McKinstry checked in with some of those brick-and-mortar stores to see how they're faring and has this report. Hello! It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Black Friday, and downtown Sitka is hopping. Masked shoppers dance awkwardly around each other inside small storefronts. They're taking advantage of the first of two city-sponsored tax-free days meant to encourage residents to shop locally. How's business been today? It's been very busy. It's definitely been busy. We've had a decent traffic coming through. I think it's been a really good response. Much busier than I expected. Um, Yeah, we've been busy since we opened. The business owners I talked to agree that it's a welcome rainstorm of shoppers after a months-long drought brought on by the pandemic. Sitka did get some tourism this summer from independent travelers and in-state visitors, but achingly absent were the 200,000-plus people projected to disembark from cruise ships ready to purchase souvenirs. For artist Elizabeth Faulkner and other members of the Island Artist Gallery, the summer is when they make the bulk of their income. Probably four months out of the year, we we don't make our rent. 
each individual artist. And then I would say that four months of the year, we make it with a little extra. And then four months of the year in the summer, we do, you know, six to eight times over. This year, sales were down about 85%, Faulkner says. But so far, only one couple has left the cooperative because they couldn't make their rent. The gallery has adapted to survive by turning down the heat and relying on volunteers to run it instead of a paid staff member. The business also received CARES Act funds to set up a website for online sales. And like many local businesses, they're hoping Sitkins choose to shop local over the holidays instead of turning to big online retailers like Amazon. Events like today are making it so that we can get our rent paid. And, you know, then we're kind of looking into what 2021 is going to bring and feeling confident that we can creatively figure out ways to, to be here and support ourselves as artists. A few businesses will close up shop when their leases are set to renew in January, says Rachel Roy, the executive director of the Sitka Chamber of Commerce. But for the most part, downtown businesses are hanging on by being adaptable and creative. I know that many folks are are really trying to put a strong effort into making those sales and being available to customers in all those different ways. You know, a phone call or a delivery or an online sale, like all of those options so that they can sell the items that they have here on hand. For Sitkins, who are concerned they'll risk virus exposure by shopping downtown, many businesses have provided their virtual options in one place for the virtual Sitka Art Walk happening this month. Business owners like Jill Scheid, who owns a quilting shop, say they've even had business coming in online from people out of state. Right now, her online sales are supporting her brick-and-mortar location, which is the opposite of normal. The internet sales have been just crazy, you know, because people all over the United States have been stuck home, and they start, well, we were going to go to Alaska, let's see what's there, and and quilt shops, and so I've had lots of really strong internet orders on my website. She's also had a bump in sales from local crafters who are stuck at home and from people buying fabric for mask-making. But it doesn't make up for the losses she's had this summer. She's hoping tourism will return next year in full force, but who knows? I just don't want to live in a world where everything you buy has to be online. We don't want to lose our main street. Roy says the chamber is working with the state and cruise ship industry to create protocols that could make a 2021 season possible. But much of that is out of their hands. They're also marketing to independent travelers and asking locals to keep their main street alive. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Erin McKinstry. You can find a link to Sitka's virtual art walk on our website, kcaw.org. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.